Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Let's dive into what happened in that Auburn game um, and all of the uh, storylines that surrounded the end of the game between Auburn and Virginia. First of all, I thought the foul call was correct. I understand some people out there say, oh, the referee should swallow the whistle. Um, I thought that the foul was correctly called uh, in that scenario. Kyle Guy went up to shoot. He was going to have a pretty good look at the three-point shot for the win, and he got hit while the ball was was, uh, still in his hand. And so, to me, that was different than the Tennessee-Purdue call, which I thought was very borderline, where you kick out your legs and Carson Edwards at the end of Tennessee-Purdue said that, uh, you know, it felt that he was fouled, but he wasn't fouled based on the shot itself. He was fouled coming down after the shot was the argument out there. If you're hit on the release, to me, that's much more of a foul than if you are hit after the, uh, after the ball is let go. So uh, to me, that was the uh, that was the correct call in terms of allowing Guy to go and shoot the three free throws. And we'll talk with Bruce Pearl about this in hour three about what he thought about the ending of that situation. Um, the uh, the double dribble call. I think it's clearly wrong uh, in terms of the letter of the law. But I'll be honest with you, I was watching that live, like many of you. And I didn't see it. And the announcers didn't see it. And the vast majority of people at home did not see that either uh, because of the way that play uh, worked itself out. I understand that an official should see it highly trained, but I didn't see it as an egregious miss. It is interesting, as my buddy Cousin Sal from Lock It In said, that there were no officiating controversies in the WWE 
but there have been a lot of officiating controversies in the NCAA tournament and the NFL, which is very funny in and of itself. If you ever watch pro wrestling very much, um, there is often officiating controversies, and we didn't necessarily uh, didn't necessarily have any in WWE last night, but we had a ton in college basketball. Um, and so I think the call was correctly made uh, on the three-point shot. I think probably the double dribble call should have been made, but I can easily see why it was missed. I don't see that miss as egregious given the scenario and the circumstances at play. Having said that, my God, Virginia is one of the luckiest teams we have ever seen. If they go on and win a championship, uh, they were insanely fortunate to get to overtime against Purdue, down three, uh, an intentional miss on a free throw that leads to an incredible pass and a shot at the buzzer to put the game into overtime. And uh, then last night, or sorry, Saturday night, Auburn is up four. Kyle Guy comes down and drains a really, really difficult three uh, from the corner. Then they get a miss from Jared Harper, which hasn't gotten that much attention. But I don't believe Jared Harper had missed a free throw in the entire NCAA tournament so far. They get a miss there, which gives UVA the opportunity uh, to even attempt a three for the win. Otherwise, it would have been attempting a three for the tie. And Auburn probably would have fouled intentionally again. Auburn has, and we saw this with UVA too, the whistle is swallowed to such an extent in the second half that neither team is near the bonus. And so as a result, um, you know, you end up with the scenario where you have intentional fouls to give and Auburn is able to foul a couple of times. You saw UVA have to foul several times to put Auburn on the line and uh, just a wild ending. And uh, I want to go ahead and bring the crew in. We are going to talk with Dan Wetzel in the next segment. So uh, he is uh, with us. He got through airport security. So he's going to join us in the next segment. But I want to bring in Dub in particular first uh, because you are an Auburn fan. What was your takeaway down the stretch of that game? Well, look, it obviously was a tough call at the end. And by the book, by the letter of the law, it is a foul. But... It seemed to me like throughout the game, especially the uh, middle part of the game, they kind of let the two teams play. So when I'm watching a game and with the referees, I just want it to be consistent start to finish. And it seemed like towards the end, the whistles were blowing a little bit more than they were throughout the game prior to that. What about the missed double dribble? I mean, there's two referees. You, you can see pictures. They're all over Twitter. There's two referees looking right at the play. I mean, that's one of the more basic uh, rules in the game of basketball. And if you're a referee in the Final Four, you're supposed to be, you know, the cream of the crop, the best. And if you miss that one, it's, you know, it's pretty inexcusable in my opinion. It is it is a tough miss uh, in general to, uh, to to not be able to catch that. But, uh, but yeah, it is, uh, I don't know. So what what is your assessment? Do you see all the Auburn fans who ran out and started immediately trying to roll Toomer's Corner? Oh, I have seen all the videos of Auburn fans and one of them involves my roommate. Oh, he did. He thought the game was over. I don't know if you saw the video of the fan in Minneapolis uh, pouring a beer on his head in celebration. Oh, I did see that. Like that was that was your roommate. I live with that man. No way. <laughs> I swear. Uh, wow. So he didn't realize that the game was like he didn't see the foul call. Yeah, he like a lot of us. I mean, I was uh, I was watching at a bar, and you know, for for about two or three seconds, I I thought we won. I thought we were going to the final. Uh, but obviously we weren't. But he was so deep into a celebration, he had not realized quite yet that there was a foul called. 
Uh, all right, so I want to bring in the rest of the crew. Uh, I want your opinions on. I gave you mine. I said I think the uh, and look, I'm I'm a lot of times very tough on officials. Um, I thought the call was correctly made on the three point attempt that that was a foul. I thought it was more than a foul. It was very similar, eerily similar almost to the end of the Purdue Tennessee game. If people were watching that game. The difference is the Auburn play was, to me, more of a foul because Cal Guy got hit on the shot itself. To me, there's a difference between getting hit on the shot itself and the way that everybody kicks their legs nowadays, almost Reggie Miller style. If you get hit after you let the ball go, uh, to me, that is much less of a foul, unless it's like egregious, like somebody just runs through you. Um, but, you know, uh, if you go back and watch those plays and still in slow-mo, um, that to me is, uh, is intriguing in and of itself. So I think the right call made on the Kyle Guy play, especially because he's a great three-point shooter, and he might well have made the shot if he hadn't gotten hit. Uh, that was an incredible look that they got with one and a half seconds left or two point. I can't even remember exactly how much time was left uh, on the clock. Again, it was eerily similar to the end of Tennessee-Purdue. The missed double dribble, I understand. I didn't see it. Like if it, to me, and this is a little bit maybe ridiculous of uh, of the way I think, but I think of myself as a reasonable fan watching a game, and if if I see a call and I can clearly tell in real time, oh my god, that's a foul or that's a situation. How do you miss that? I missed the uh, I missed the double dribble, so it doesn't shock me that officials would miss that as well. Uh, Danny G, what's your breakdown there? Yeah, I would have to agree with you on it being a foul. And to Charles Barkley's credit, he also admitted that it was a foul this time. I mean, Carson Edwards, he did kick his leg out a little bit. Wasn't the case with Guy. He couldn't come down after the shot. Well, he got hit during the shot. Right. He got hit during the shot. To yeah. me, that's a foul. That should, that's a call that should be made. Because that changes the trajectory of the shot. And in this case, he was bumped as the shot was going off. So I get that. The double dribble, though, that sucks big time. Time for Auburn fans and anybody who had Auburn in that game because I know that we don't see that right away and Ernie Johnson was saying yeah you know if it was up to us we wouldn't have noticed that either but we're not referees and we don't get paid to be referees the referee was right there looking right at it and the other thing I don't think a lot of people are talking about Auburn pulled a duke they had too many fouls left to give at the end of the game there it wound up hurting them just like when Michigan State literally ran away from Duke at the very end of that game yeah I disagree completely completely there. I think that helped Auburn. Well, I think but, that, but no, Auburn was trying to foul guy on that double dribble. If the ball would have had to been shot up from half court. Yeah, Ty Jerome uh, was the player, I think, that they fouled, that, that, that was the second foul there who got away with the double dribble. Uh, but yeah, maybe a little bit. But the reason why they were even in that situation was because they were trying to take advantage of their extra fouls. I mean, I think that actually helped Auburn because otherwise they would have inbounded the ball with five and a half or six seconds or whatever it was and been able to get up the court and get a shot. They would have been running in, in full uh, you know, full speed. Uh, to me, the, I have the same question that I have for the, uh, for the inbound play that I did at the end of Tennessee-Purdue. How do you let... And again, I didn't go back and look at the play design, so I think maybe you give credit to Tony Bennett for this, but how do you let a top three-point shooter get a pass that allows them to get a shot off that's that good of a look with one and a half seconds left? To me, wouldn't you say, okay, we're not going to allow a pass to allow a three-point look 
with a guy. I mean, that was a really good look they got off that inbounds pass. I don't understand how a guy gets that open. I would like to watch that again. I felt the same way on the Carson Edwards play uh, against Tennessee that Purdue got fouled on. Um, that, to me, was was really kind of wild. Um, all right, when we come back, well, does anybody disagree with the call? Eddie Garcia, do you disagree with the call, or do you think that was the right call in the three-point I, shot? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to say I kind of disagree. I think if you're going to make a foul call that's going to – have such a major impact on the game in the final seconds you better he better really hit the guy you know what i mean i i don't know i i I, in real time i thought it was a bad call what about you roberto yeah i agree with eddie i feel like he shouldn't have made shouldn't have made the call i hate hate when games end that way with the the official it's amazing the 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 ice water so to speak in the veins is a cliche but for kyle guy in a dome trying to shoot your team into the uh into the title game to step up and drain all three free throws as perfectly as he did was uh, was pretty wild. I gave out Kyle Guy at nine to one as the most outstanding player in the uh, NCAA tournament, and uh, that is pretty. Uh, I, I feel really good about <laughs> about that bet as we head in uh, for that game against Texas Tech uh, tonight. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. Bruce Pearl, Auburn men's basketball coach, joins us now. Coach, how many times have you watched the final minute of the game? Uh, I watched it twice. I watched it twice. I watched the game once, and I watched the last uh, minute twice. And when you watch that last minute, is there anything that you would change from your perspective and what you guys did down the stretch? Yeah, I might have, um, with fouls in my pocket, um, I might have fouled before the first three. You know, Clay, here's the deal. Guy made a big three inside of 30 seconds. I mean, I, I only think like 15, 20 seconds. And and maybe a foul defending before he gets it. I don't know where one could have been had because basically they set a couple back picks for him. He got a very tough exit to the corner, and he stuck a big shot. That got it to one. And then Jared Harper got fouled. He makes one out of two. Um, he had made 18 free throws in a row prior to the miss in tournament play. Um, but that gives us just a two-point lead. And then, and then maybe in using the two fouls that we did have, could we have taken another second or two off the clock before we fouled? You know, maybe. Um, but the point is, they made a couple of plays at the very end of the game. We made some amazing plays in the last five minutes of the game to go on a 14-0 run to take a two-point lead. Um, so it was a great game. It was just a great college basketball game. Did you notice the double dribble in real time watching the game no. take place? No, I didn't. And it was just, you know, because Bryce had made 
a really good defensive play. And I, you know, I couldn't tell whether Bryce had deflected the ball or whether or not Jerome had lost the ball. You couldn't tell. I couldn't. How good is Virginia? Well, they're really good. Uh, you know, their, their, their issue is depth. You know, and, and, and I thought that we could, I told the guys, if we could hang in there in the first 15 minutes of each, maybe 10, I said, you know, we, we got chance because we're going to play nine guys. They're going to play six. And that's going to be a problem for them tonight, you know, against Texas Tech. Um, but they're, 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 they're really good. And uh, they are clearly, like Auburn, on, 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 I mean, Auburn, Virginia, Texas Tech, Michigan, the teams are the Final Four this year. What incredible runs all those teams have had overcoming lots of different obstacles. Do you still feel like you're a little bit of a fog over how fast this process all goes? I know it's your first Final Four. The game ends in such a crazy fashion. I can't even imagine what your emotions are like. Do you still feel like you're still kind of caught up in all those moments, or have you had time to finally breathe a little bit? Well, I mean, you know, it's yesterday was a blur. You know, I haven't slept in two days because of my own second-guessing of what I could have done better in the scout, how I could have got my kids better shots, um, you know, just just everything. But I will tell you, you shift gears fast, and uh, I'm going to take Wednesday off. I am. I'm taking the whole day off. Other than that, I'm, I'm getting back to work. I know that it's frustrating to lose in the Final Four, but when you look back over the run that you guys got on at Auburn, how much gratification, how much excitement, how, how, how overall is this, is this story for you about 2019, 2018-19 Auburn? Well, it, we, we made history. Bottom line is we made history. And we, with the road to the Final Four, could not have been more challenging when we, you know, when we slayed three giants in North Carolina. And, and Kansas and Kentucky and the only one seed left of the tournament we get in the first game of the Final Four. Um, not picked to win it. Nobody on the All-American list. No first-team All-Conference players. But you put this coaching staff and these kids together and some really talented kids, but mutts. We're just mutts. It, it tells you that anybody can, can accomplish anything when we could be playing for a championship. We're talking to Auburn men's basketball coach Bruce Pearl. Coach, there's a lot of coaching drama out there in the universe right now. How much attention do you pay to it? Well, you don't pay a ton of attention to it because you're locked in to what you're doing. It's amazing how, you know, what's going on in the world. Just, you know, and I pay attention to that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm going to get, you know, obviously get caught up. I I realize that, um, you know, you know, Right now, it's kind of out of whack. We had we had three or four guys lose their job in the SEC, Clay, that were you know that were been to the NCAA tournament in the last couple of years. I mean, Billy Kennedy at Texas A and M was in two Sweet Sixteens in the last four years, and he got fired because he wasn't winning enough. And I understand to the victor go the spoils, and and, and you know, it just it's it, it is disconcerting sometimes. So. When you look at the overall talent, you just mentioned it in the uh, in the SEC, and I got a stat for you that I think you'll hear and you'll be like, wow. And you just mentioned how good Billy Kennedy did, and he just got replaced by Buzz Williams. But the SEC had seven of its 14 teams play in the NCAA tournament this year, just added Buzz Williams, Eric Musselman, and Nate Oates as head coaches. How good a talent from a coaching perspective is the SEC right now? Could be the best in the country. 
and it's not a knock on any other school let, or, or conference. Just let it be a compliment to the collection of coaches. Um, it, it, it just means more, and, and it just got harder. Coach, I appreciate you gave, making time for us. Said you haven't slept in two days. Good luck trying to get some rest on Wednesday and enjoy the game tonight as best you can. Should be, should be a great game tonight, Clay. It's always, always great to be with you, my friend. Appreciate that. That's Auburn men's basketball coach Bruce Pearl making time for us early this morning to hop on uh, given the, the, the wackiness and the wildness of how that game just, uh, just came to a close. It feels like it just came to a close even though it was Saturday night. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is one of the most sent stories we've ever received in the Animal Thunderdome, and I want to make sure nobody misses this one because it may define karma. Cue the music, boys. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I had a bulging stricter stuck to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. We go to the fertile plains of Africa. Danny G, take it away. Yeah, this is a pretty insane story. A suspected rhino poacher has been eaten by lions after being trampled to death by an elephant in South Africa. Big win for the animals here. So we got a rhino poacher suspected. Yep. He is trampled to death by elephants. Correct. And then eaten by lions. After the lions had finished, only his skull and trousers were left. South African National Parks report the man's family were alerted by his accomplices who said he had been killed by an elephant while they were in Kruger National Park to poach rhino. Oh boy. Rangers on foot accompanied by members of the KNP air wing flew over the area. Uh, Initially they failed to find the body but after being given further information by four of the man's accomplices they searched again and found what little was left. Indications found at the scene suggested that a pride of lions devoured his remains, leaving only a human skull and a pair of pants, SANP said. That is karma at its finest. So I read this story, and I thought it felt like so much karma. Do you think it's possible that these guys who were also poachers killed him and fed him to lions and then said, oh... Uh, this is what happened to him because it seems like the karma on this is just off the charts right you got a rhino poacher who gets killed by an elephant and then eaten by lions but it almost is too perfect of a story yeah i mean they're gonna have to do some more investigating to all find that's out left for sure. is a skull and some pants like how would you know if foul play was involved or not this seems like in the same way that like 
you know, we always have these stories about somebody getting eaten by a crocodile. Like, if you shot someone and then they got eaten by a crocodile, what are the odds that somebody would be able to tell that you shot them first? I mean, I know that a great, you know, forensic uh, scientist or whatever who goes back over the autopsy could find this and be able to tell you that. Yeah. But it seems to me that would be a difficult thing to do, probably especially when you have a situation like this where it seems kind of open and shut. I mean, it's just too perfect, but... Then again, I guess it would be the perfect crime, right? So we'll keep our eye on this. And if any more news comes out. I want more details, basically, out of this story because it's just so perfect. I mean, it is everywhere. It's one of the most shared Animal Thunderdome stories we've ever gotten. We'll keep tracking it. Uh, There's another one here. The Burmese python. Oh, I saw this. I'm terrified by it. This is a 17-foot Burmese python they found in the Everglades. Yes, I'll tweet a picture of this out um, and tag you at Clay Travis. Scientists caught a female python in the Florida Everglades more than 17 feet long. It weighs 140 pounds and contains 73 developing eggs. The snake is the largest python ever removed from the Big Cypress National Preserve. This is uh, just west of Miami in South Florida. Uh, Here's a fact that really surprised me. This article says that state wildlife officials estimate there's as many as 100,000 pythons living in the swamps outside of Miami. 100,000. 100,000. I mean, a 17-foot python is just, I mean... Have we had a person killed by a python in Florida yet? That's a good question. We'll look that up. Um, You would think the answer has to be yes, right? Yeah, but I mean in the wild, like where you're just, you know, like going through in a canoe and next thing you know, because I don't think people think of the danger of like a huge python getting them. But the the picture I saw of that 17-foot snake, uh, I mean, if there are over 100,000 of them now, they've basically just taken over as far as I'm concerned in South Florida. Like, and, and the theory on this, and again, it may not be 100% accurate, it might, but was that Hurricane Andrew, which I believe happened in 1992, uh, which was so devastating, one of the most devastating hurricanes to ever hit uh, South Florida, wiped like freed so many boa constrictors and pythons and everything else and they just got into the wild in mass numbers then and uh, and since that time have bred now i'm sure the other uh, aspect here is people can never keep their snakes they always escape which is why i don't trust people who have snakes like there isn't a single person who's ever had a pet snake that hasn't had the snake get out of the cage and just kind of disappear in the house. So I know a lot of them have kind of gotten away in general, uh, but that's the theory on how so many of them got out. And now they're just running like crazy all over the place, which is just utterly terrifying. There's even videos of alligators and pythons like having mortal combat fights to the death. Uh, True Animal Thunderdome. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be
We are indeed here in the Geico Outkick Studios, joined now by Evan Daniels, who broke the story about UCLA's pursuit of uh, of a crazy uh, Rick Barnes, the latest UCLA pursuit, I should say. Uh, Evan, what's the latest on that story so far as you know? Yeah, Clay, um, I know that the two sides spoke last night. Uh, what exactly came out of that meeting, I don't think we know yet. I think that they'll probably meet again this morning. Um but that's, that's kind of the latest. Obviously, um, UCLA has serious interest in Rick Barnes and everything that I've been told he has interest back. Uh, so I guess we'll see how it plays out. I, I think we'll probably know some stuff today. Uh, what do you think UCLA might be offering him? There are reports that they offered $8 million a year to, uh, to John Calipari. Uh, Rick Barnes around the top 10 highest paid, second highest paid, I believe, right now in the SEC. Uh, how much do you think UCLA might be putting on the table for him? Any idea? No, I don't have an idea. And then that's a great question. And, and I actually saw that you tweeted about this and I've been wondering the same thing. Like one of the things about pursuing Rick Barnes that surprised me was when I figured out what his buyout was. Yeah. And basically the, what, what his buyout in his contract uh, says that he, uh, it's, it's basically a million a year um, from today till um, 2024. So it's five to $6 million And I mean, this is why the Jamie Dixon deal fell apart. His was $8 million. There's really not that much. There's not, <laughs> there's not a big difference between the five and $8 million, uh, especially if it's a guy that you want. Um, and I know that's a roundabout way to, to not answer your question, but I, I don't know what type of offer he would be getting, but I would imagine it's pretty uh, substantial. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's a, a, a good point as well. So people can say, well, it's two or three million dollars less. And certainly that's true. But if you are UCLA and you balk at eight million for Jamie Dixon, uh, and let's say it's five, let's take the lower number. And let's say you're going to have to pay $5 million plus whatever the contract is for Rick Barnes. It's not like from a financial perspective, UCLA would be in that much of a different position. That's true. And I think the thing that we often forget about, too, is you got to pay taxes on that money. So it's really uh, a little bit more than the $8 million or the 5 to $6 million, uh, that Rick Barnes will have in, in his contract. And you said he's you know pretty highly paid. This is a guy that's got an annual salary of $3.2 million. So... I mean, if UCLA is coming in and trying to get him, I can't imagine they're offering him less than $4 million. So how did they get here? I mean, because we got a lot of people waking up on the West Coast uh, with us right now. We're talking to Evan Daniels. He's uh, the man who broke the story about UCLA's pursuit of Rick Barnes. I'm reading Gary Parrish's story at CBS, and he said, you know, this is the most disastrous coaching search uh, ever. You know, I mean, you offer less money to John Calipari uh, to come to live in a much more expensive uh, city and a much more difficult job, relatively speaking, uh, given the, uh, the the situations. How do we like, yeah. kind of take us through this process? Because I think there's a lot of people like, how in the world is this job still open? How many people have they tried to reach out to? And how do they end up on Rick Barnes? Yeah, I actually read that story from Gary uh, early this morning, and I, I agree with with much of it. I mean, they, they got rid of Steve Alford on December 31st, and they went and offered – uh, John Calipari, who was their top target, less money uh, to to come across the country. And obviously, UCLA is a, a tremendous school. But look, I lived in Lexington. I know what the cost of living is compared to Manhattan Beach. Yes. I thought about moving moving there at one point. It's like five times. 
Yeah. If you make $100,000 in Lexington, you're going to make $520,000 in Manhattan Beach. Yes. Massive difference. So uh, that was a swing and a miss and honestly an embarrassment in the black eye. And I think Calipari um, did what probably you or I or anybody else would have done in that situation. He used that interest to, to parlay it into more money. So then they turned to Mick Cronin and, and Jamie Dixon. Um, I think they opted to pursue Jamie Dixon. Uh, I don't know if they did or didn't know about the buyout, but it's, that's an obvious thing that you need to know before you're going to pursue a candidate. The thought that you could get a buyout down. I mean, why would TCU let him go? They wouldn't. They're not going to lower an $8 million buyout. The only way you're going to lower an $8 million buyout is because you don't want that coach anymore. But Jamie Dixon has done a tremendous job at TCU, so they're not lowering that buyout. And I think that's kind of leads us to where we are now um, with Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes is going to be 65, I believe, at the start of next year's college basketball season. Let's say that UCLA is able to hire him. The reaction of UCLA fans is what? Oh, um, I would guess that they are happy from a standpoint as he's a good basketball coach. I think that their fan base was going to get this big, sexy hire. And I'm not saying Rick isn't a sexy hire. Rick's just coming across the country from Tennessee, hasn't been on the West Coast in a little bit. Uh, I think that they thought they were, that fan base thought they were getting a coach like Calipari or Billy Donovan. And if you go, if you go to their message boards, it's pretty quickly to see um, that type of talk. I think there'd be a section of that fan base would be, that would be happy. I think the other section of that fan base would be like, well, I, I thought we were getting John Calipari. I thought we were getting uh, a Jay Wright. Um, and that's not a knock on Rick Barnes. He's a tremendous coach, but the expectations of that fan base in this coaching search um, have seemed to be off. Why would Rick Barnes leave Tennessee and go to UCLA? Other than money. Other than money, which is always an answer. And look, if UCLA is saying, we'll pay you 5 or $6 million a year, we'll make you the third highest paid coach in college basketball, okay, like I can see an argument where you look purely at dollars and cents. Other than money, why would he go? Uh, I think that's probably the biggest question here, Clay. Um, you know, obviously that UCLA program is, is historic and um, they've, you know, had a facelift on their facilities. It's um, a top 10 uh, program in, in, in terms of wins. Uh, I think that at UCLA, you can probably recruit a higher caliber player uh, consistently. Um, but I, I think this whole thing surprised me because one, the job that he's done at Tennessee has been absolutely tremendous. He's been able to kind of put his implant, imprint on that program. Um, but let's look at it this way. They made the Sweet 16 this past season. They had a tremendous year, won 31 games. There's a really good chance that they're going to lose a Jordan Bone, who's already declared for the draft and told me uh, specifically that he has every intention of staying in that draft. Good chance they lose Grant Williams. Lose Admiral Schofield. You're going to lose, likely lose your top three players. And we've got some guys coming in, one of the best point guards in the country, Josiah James. Um, but there's still going to be a lot to replace. So I, I, you have to wonder if that factors in here at all. Yeah, and, 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 and I am fascinated by this in general, too. Let's say that Rick Barnes leaves. He goes to UCLA. If you are Tennessee athletic director Phil Fulmer, who has a great relationship with Bruce Pearl, 
isn't his first call to pick up the phone and ask Bruce Pearl if, if he's interested in leaving Auburn and coming back to Knoxville, or do you think he would go somewhere else? How good of a job would Tennessee be if UCLA hires away Rick Barnes? Well, Tennessee is still a good job, but you and I both know that call to Bruce Pearl is not happening. Now, would he crush it there? We've already seen it. But that's not that call is not happening. I would imagine that call wouldn't be allowed there. So where would Tennessee go? I do think there's a great list of guys that are, are doing some really good things at mid-major schools, and some even locally, or, or fairly local. Local Matt McMahon at, at Murray State would have to be uh, a name that, that pops up in this type of search. Uh, Wes Miller from UNC Greensboro would have to be uh, a name that, that pops up in that type of search. But uh, it, it's, there's, no, like, there's no name that I would say, hey, this has to be the guy. But there's plenty of good up-and-coming um, mid-major coaches that I personally would look at because I think they're tremendous coaches and doing a great job. I've seen Matt McMahon um, recruited John Morant and, uh, and helped develop him into what's going to be a top-three pick. But I, that's probably the route I would likely see them going. What do you think? That, we're talking to Evan Daniels. He broke the news that UCLA is pursuing Rick Barnes. Uh, LA Times UCLA beat writer said – two things they said that they had talked to rick barnes and lon kruger uh and that rick barnes would take the job if it was offered lon kruger says he did not interview did not talk to ucla uh do you think that ucla is currently talking to anybody else and do you think this ends up happening if you were setting odds right now and having to take bets what do you think the most likely outcome is here i my understanding is this is this is who they this is who they want and he's he's the front runner. So I would be surprised if they are currently talking to anyone else. In terms of do I think this happens? Uh, I talked to multiple sources last night and I'm kind of getting um, I'm getting different feedback. There's a portion that thinks this deal is close and nearly done, and another portion that thinks this could be a, a ploy to get more money uh, in terms of odds from him leaving. I would not be shocked if six o'clock today, Rick Barnes wasn't the head coach at Tennessee anymore, but I also wouldn't be shocked if at six o'clock today, it comes out that he got an extension. If UCLA doesn't get Rick Barnes, let's say that Rick Barnes uses this to go the John Calipari route. He's 65. He gets a five-year extension that basically says, hey, you're going to be at Tennessee until you retire. He comes out and says a statement, I love Tennessee. I'm going to be here forever. I got more money for my assistant coaches. I appreciate the support, whatever, which certainly is one angle that he could go. What in the world does UCLA do at that point if they have been publicly <laughs> – spurned in such a way by at least three different guys right that would then be uh and, and we'll count the spurning as you you blew it with jamie dixon over the eight million dollar buyout but you theoretically maybe get a lifetime deal for john calipari at kentucky maybe a lifetime deal for rick barnes at tennessee and then obviously you, you don't have the wherewithal to be able to get jamie dixon deal done what in the world do they do then that's a that's I mean, it's already been a somewhat embarrassing search. At that point, um, they, they've got to go get a, a, a good basketball coach. And it's there are plenty of names out there, Clay, that they haven't really done too much with. Like, why why haven't they? Why didn't they pursue Kelvin Sampson? A name we never hear about in a, a search like this would be Ed Cooley, a tremendous basketball coach at Providence. Uh, Kevin Keats would be a name that I would have considered. 
Mike Hopkins from Washington. He's an L.A. guy. He's um, turned around Washington very quickly uh, in the same league. Like, there's some obvious names that, that would be great candidates in, in college choices at, at UCLA. I'm, I'm a little baffled about um, not going after some of them. Um, it, it appears that they don't really know what their next move is. Um, and I mean, I, I think that's, that's been pretty proven in the coaching search so yeah, far. It's wild because they did such an incredible job sweeping in and grabbing Chip Kelly when Florida really thought they had Chip Kelly signed for football. Right. And then Guerrero travels across the country, makes his pitch, brings back Chip Kelly. It's a home run hire and it looked so well put together. They fire Jim Mora. It looks like such a perfectly organized and executed plot to get a great West Coast coach. And now they've been fumbling. You know, you said, and we talked about, they fired Steve Alford on December 31st. That's back in 18, right? So they have all of January, all February, all of March. And now we're into April. And you mentioned those guys that they could look at. Um, why would they not go after Bruce Pearl? Uh, am I crazy here? Like, you got a guy in the Final Four. Pearl is like a, a Par- Barnum and Bailey, you know, like a, a circus ringmaster. We just had him on the show. Um, if I had a choice, if I was Dan Guerrero between Rick Barnes or uh, Bruce Pearl, purely for who fits at UCLA and who will bring in interest and attention, I don't see that as a very difficult call. I would rather have Pearl. Now, you can say that's crazy, but why would they not have looked at Pearl too? Well, one, I, I agree with you on Bruce Pearl. I think he's a, a, a tremendous coach. He brings energy. I mean, what he's done with that Auburn program um, – has been incredible and taking them obviously to, to heights they've never reached before. I think we're in a little bit of a weird space in college basketball right now because of uh, the FBI investigation. And granted, he himself hasn't been implemented on um, anything. He has had an assistant. And you have to wonder how that factors into hiring processes because I know that there's a number of assistant coaches that um, just because they were at schools that – Uh, came up in this investigation that other schools wouldn't touch. And I think athletic directors are um, very cognizant of that. And I would imagine that that factors in not only with him, but, but plenty of others, even though he hasn't been directly implicated in that deal. All right, so uh, we're talking to Evan Daniels, doing great work on the UCLA basketball search, reported that Rick Barnes has become their focal point. Is there any way, like, so we don't know what's going to happen with the Lakers, but Luke Walton seems like he might get fired. Is there any way, and Earl Watson is sitting around out there too, that UCLA just throws their hands up and says, let's just get a Bruin, let's get a UCLA guy, and Luke Walton or Earl Watson could end up being focal points on this search before all is said and done? I guess it's possible, but it's it's honestly, based on this search so far and what I've been told, I don't think that's a route. Um, that they end up going. I mean, if they were going to hire Earl Watson, they could have done that three months ago. Yeah, they could have. They could have done that during the season. And same goes with a, a Fred Hoiberg. I also, Clay, I don't, I, I don't get this firing mid-season thing. Like, why are you going to fire Steve Alford on December thirty-first? Let him play out the year. Who knows? One, who knows what's going to happen? I understand they were the fans are fed up. They want to get rid of him. This, that, and the other. But it clearly didn't give them any advantage to fire him on December thirty-first. I mean, it really the only thing it did was. They lost a, a recruiter two quicker than maybe they would have if they had waited until um, 
until March. Uh, it doesn't make it, it, that did not make sense to me. And it's something that I really don't think makes a ton of sense in college basketball. There's no reason to fire him on December 31st if you're not going to go out and hire Fred Hoiber, who I was appreciate- available at that time. I appreciate you waking up early with us. You said you think something gets resolved with Rick Barnes today. Uh, what time frame? You think this is something we know? You said six, I think, earlier during the interview. Is this something that stretches on another day, or do you think by noon we know what's going to happen here? I'm, I was just kind of throwing out the six o'clock. I, I, I think it's going to move quickly. I would guess that we know today. I don't think it's definitive that we know something today. Um, but obviously, I, I, I know that the two sides spoke last night. And I think they're going to speak again this morning, and um, and I guess we'll see what happens. Do you know where Rick Barnes is right now? Is he? I know he got the Naismith Award for Coach of the Year. Is he still in Minneapolis, or is he back in Knoxville? Or do you have any idea where his geographic location is right now? I, I believe he is back in Knoxville. He was in Minneapolis, and I think he's back in Knoxville. Because there were some reports that he met face-to-face with Phil Fulmer, I think, last night on campus, right? I had I had heard that they had had, had met, but I left it at talk because I know they talked. I'm not 100 percent positive that they uh, were in person. Evan, I know you got a billion things you're chasing right now. Fantastic stuff. Uh, good luck uh, chasing this story. How can people follow you if they're really intrigued on this uh, UCLA coaching search? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, on Twitter uh, at Evan Daniels. Um, college basketball stuff over at FS1 and, and recruiting over on 24/7 Sports. Um, so yeah, you can. Uh, that's where you can read the the initial story over on Twenty Four Seven Sports about uh, Rick Barnes and, and UCLA, and um, we'll be tracking it throughout. Outstanding follow at Evan Daniels on Twitter. Appreciate my man. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.